0: Hello and welcome to the Talking City Extra podcast. We're here to preview or talk about Pep Guardiola's pre-match press conference ahead of West Ham's visit to the Etihad Stadium. Now, a bit of controversy. We're recording on enemy territory. We are in Hotel Football opposite Old Trafford as we record today but uh, I'm joined by my esteemed colleague, Conor McGilligan. Conor, you've been a bit ill recently, You you all recovered?
1: Yeah, just about, mate, as you can tell by the hoarse voice. I'm uh, about 80% there, but yeah, it's about the same as uh, City's Premier League title campaign. 80% of the way there, mate,
0: so yeah. City beat Fulham 2-1 at the weekend to go top of the Premier League for the first time this season, or the first time when it actually matters this season. And uh, well, Pep Guardiola, is in, was he in a jovial mood at the presser this morning?
1: Uh, he seemed alright um, Slightly, I still think, perturbed at the fact that you know City have got some way to go in the Premier League campaign You do feel at this point, Seb During the season that the stress might be getting to him a little bit But um, spiky with some questions But um, very passive with us, others, I'd say Well, without further ado
0: Here is the great man himself, Pep Guardiola
2: Hello, Pep uh, can you give us an update on how your team is injury-wise, if there's an update on Kevin and Nathan Aki?
3: Nathan, yesterday trained with us, he feels feels good and Kevin started to move, but he didn't train with the team and now we have training in a few hours and we know exactly what they, they feel.
2: Do you think that means that Nathan Aki will be available for this game then?
3: Uh, he trained yesterday, yeah, he feels good, yeah.
2: Kevin has less chance by the sound of it. Uh,
3: training at four o'clock.
2: Okay, um, You spoke the other day about um, Erling Haaland scoring the 50 goals, equaling a, a record that predated Winston Churchill. I understand your answer was about the most important thing being the team's success, so I, I completely respect that. But Do you think he could set a new record this year? He's 13 goals off Dixie Dean's all-time record. Does he have the capability to break that?
3: Thank you to respect my opinion. I appreciate it. Uh, of course, it's good for him and for the team as much goals to score they break the record is a good sign So the magnitude of the record is because for a long 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 time was not break it. So that's why it's. So that means that all the records will be break and maybe one day himself or another one will break the record that uh, Erling is going to set because I'm pretty sure he's going to score More goals in the Premier League until the end of the season.
2: Would it be a source of pride for you as a manager to have managed a player who has set an all-time English record like that?
3: It's difficult to manage.
2: No, would it be a source of pride for you to have managed that player who has set that record?
3: No, the expectations, I don't know what's going to happen in advance, so it's a surprise for all of us, maybe not for him, but in this difficult league, said what he is doing, So, but in the same chat in the sentence the way he behave and do it is you know for the success of the team.
4: Thank you Pat, uh, Pat um, We're living in a, another week of managerial uncertainty at, at other clubs and you know the number of managers that have been sacked in this country. How, how do you observe management now because you've never been sacked, you've been building clubs. Everywhere you've been, you you're doing this at Manchester City. How difficult is being starting to be a manager now?
3: Like uh, like every job, uh, I think these kind of things happen in 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 the past with a lot of countries, and I remember when I was a football player and. The rumor or the, the expectations here was no, no. He had to give a, you know, five, six years contract and whatever. Have results. Now it's over. So when some manager when he became manager, and he has to know that the results not good. you have a big possibilities that you will be sacked. And nobody is away from that. So the new ones, the old ones. The, so we depend absolutely on the results, absolutely. And all the clubs has a lot of pressure, a lot of investments, and a big difference to stay in the Premier League or, or being relegated, and all the expectations of big clubs to win Champions League or not being Champions League. And today we have to know: you are in this business, you have to understand, you have to know it. It is not because it doesn't matter where you come from, where you are. If the results are not good, you you are in danger position to continue to be manager.
4: Do you think it will stop people being innovative with their ideas? You you have tactics that we've not seen before. Other people have done that. You don't know whether they're going to work when when you start doing that. But you also know that if it doesn't work, you won't get the sack. Whereas if you're at another job and you're you get sacked after 10 games, you're less likely to do anything different because you know that if it goes wrong, you'll be out.
3: Yeah, but you have to know it. So so sometimes, sometimes uh, you know, football about the tactics, is more the chemistry where you build uh, all the stuff, not just the money stuff, but argument stuff with the the team. And and when the connection is good and the result is good, it's okay, you you can continue. But sometimes even doing the same, the same, sometimes the connection is not good, the result doesn't work. And everybody feels the pressure, so I, I'm not, we are not the managers, only people who have pressure, feel the pressure. You know, the CEO, the sport directors, the owners, so the revenues for the what they invest, they want it back, and 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 everyone, in, when the results immediately, you make a true result, bad results, and we are incredibly criticized for everyone because it's not well, it's not the same, and everyone is expecting BSAC and BSAC, because, you know, at the end, it's nice, attractive. And today is the uh, reality. So when, when you start, as much you know it, so I'm sitting here, thought it's not good, I will be sacked. So as much you know it, everybody has to know it. At, at the end, we cannot expect time. We cannot expect, oh, give me the project, or give me, you know, for one season, second season, because it will be good. I think it's, it's a fairy tale. So you, the manager has not to think about that. It had to think, <laughs> that was not good. Another one would take your position.
0: Pep, um, crazy fixture, hectic fixture schedule for the players just now, weekend, midweek, weekend, midweek, very little time to recover. I wonder, obviously difficult for the players, I wonder how that is for you as, as the manager. How is the manager in all of this?
3: I'm tired, but not my legs. So. The time, of the players, but at the same time, it's one month and one more week for sure, and fight for the two more weeks. And we play pff, the last six, seven years in this situation, play six, seven games in one month. How many times? A lot. Mm-hmm. A lot. It's not the first time we play six, seven games in one month. I would say it, <laughs> it happened a lot of times. So everything is here. Now the mental strength will be there. And uh, in that period, it's the best period we can live. And we are not tired. If you are tired and you have a positive thoughts, you are not tired. And now is another opportunity to, you know, it's just six games left. Uh, we have a game, one of the games we have to recover and, and go for it. And that's all. And if one player is tired, hands up. Because if you do the hands up, it's because you are ready. And when you're ready, you have to perform well. For you, for your mates, to win the game.
4: You got back
0: top at the, at the weekend with the win against Fulham. Do you expect Arsenal to go back top?
3: I don't control the, the results team. for the other ones. I'm enough busy to know what you have to do tomorrow against West Ham, because the West Ham maybe didn't do this in Premier League, the season that they expect, because they have done the last... Two seasons with David Moyes have been exceptional, but that doesn't mean the quality is not there. I used to review the game against Liverpool as one and Larson a little bit, and, and I will review this afternoon the game we play in the first game of the league, in the Premier League, and the quality is there. The quality is there. Said pieces is maybe one of the best. That score three goals against Crystal Palace. They attack the chance with Antonio Bowen. Exceptional well, they can rise as an exceptional player. I'm not going to discover him. So the weapons are there. So they are a good team. They didn't do a good season that they expect, but the team is there. That's, I don't have doubts, any doubts. In one game, everything happened. That's why I have to be absolutely ready.
0: Great to hear from Pep there, Connor. You were right. Yeah, he was a bit spiky with some of the questions. But big, big news from the press, is Kevin De Bruyne is out.
1: Uh, what, what, what can you tell us about that? Yeah. So Pep was basically speaking about uh, the you know return to training. Um, he was asked about Nathan Ake. He was asked about Kevin De Bruyne. Two massive players for City this season. Ake has been irreplaceable, um, unstoppable, really, from left back, and I think he is going to be a big miss. For uh, Pep Guardiola's side, but we don't know about Kevin de Bruyne fully yet. He's a doubt. Um, And apparently, Pep said that he's going to see at 4 pm today if uh, Kevin is going to be available for the game against West Ham tomorrow. So we're just going to have to wait and see.
0: Yeah, City have got a massive game on the horizon, haven't they? A massive game against the Whites, the Los Blancos. And I'm not talking about Real Madrid, I'm talking about your team, Leeds United. Just uh, before we do close this pod off, and uh, let let the West Ham game take its course you know I've got you I've got you cornered in hotel football we're in this this little booth in the corner and Connor's not going anywhere you're a Leeds fan what's going on Leeds they've just had Sam Allardyce. I believe Sam Allardyce is about to be named manager or he has been named manager at the time this podcast goes out just give us a bit of an inside perspective from Leeds ahead of that City game and what can Leeds bring to to City
1: Um, 11 players that's about it Um, yeah I think it's going to be a humbling affair I mean I've said to you um, that I'm not sure I want to work that day to be quite honest with you it's going to be a real not even a humbling just almost a lesson in football um, that's all we can bring Said for me 11 mannequins on a pitch just uh, about to be moved around by a bunch of world class players so yeah it's definitely a a uh, A worrying time to be coming up against Man City. Leeds have conceded 23 goals in a month, which they've broken their previous record, which was set in the February previously, where Leeds conceded 20 in a month. Um, Obviously, February is a shorter month as well. That's something to take into context. Um, But yeah, Leeds are in dire straits, and Manchester City are, are definitely the club to expose that. And I'm, I'm, I'm praying it's single digits, really.
0: Well. When City, uh, when Leeds played Manchester United, you did predict you did predict a similar outcome, and, and with a new manager, Leeds came to Old Trafford, and I say came because we're sat outside Old Trafford right now. Came to Old Trafford and, and went two 0 up. Uh, was it a two old draw in the end? So, you know, anything is possible. And with Leeds scrapping for survival, that could happen. But anyway, we're going to wrap it up there. We're going to bring Connor back on the actual proper Talking City podcast, which we are recording on Friday with all the usual suspects. Connor's going to give us a little preview, a bit more in depth. And you can hear his passion in his voice, despite it being hoarse. Connor's going to bring you a bit of a preview about Leeds and what Leeds are up to and what they can bring. But City have got West Ham in the way. If Arsenal beat Chelsea on Tuesday evening, tonight as we record the pod, they go back top of the Premier League. But if City then beat West Ham, they go back top. But the, the, the points are very much, uh, the league is very much in City's hands at the moment. But that's all from us today. We will catch you again. Or the, the guys will catch you again on Friday and me and O'Connor Connor will be back after City's game on Wednesday. So until then, thank you for listening. Keep it locked to the Manchester City News. And goodbye.